Hi, my name's Clark Reynolds, aka The Blind Braille Artist. And my name's Steve Baker, and I'm Just Good Company. Together, we create the podcast Art Insight. We're travelling along the South Coast for an Arts Council funded project to explore what audio description is. As an artist myself who's blind, I like to experience the art like it was intended. So, Steve, creates that for me. Oh my, so we're in we'll the, just take a little walk around here because I think the first thing I think we should take a look at is actually a, a work studio. studio. Yeah. So having um, the last, you know, the sculpture park we were at, Sculptures by the Lakes. Very manicured. Very, you know, but place, huge, huge. But huge in comparison. You know, every like, sculpture is, had like, you had a, a, you know, a good 50 feet before you came to another one. Yeah. Whereas here, you know, the garden itself is from what we can see at least it's probably only 50 meters square but and there's a lot of people here you know there's you know you know i'm just looking at now there's probably 12 13 14 that we can just see in this just right in front of us just walking quietly around um but it's really small and intimate and just you you feel it's so serene it, it's a little gem on a seaside coast that no one knows where it is because unless you're hunting for it. Absolutely, it was almost hidden from St. Ives and even in here, it's like a secret hidden garden, isn't it? So we take this, this is the way, I mean, it may, may well be that I'll need to, we're walking past a couple of, I mean, whether these are blocks that were incomplete yes. or whether these are pieces themselves, I'm not sure. They're but incomplete, so basically everything, you know, obviously she died at a timely time. So she always, it's like an artist having paints lying around in a studio she had her materials lying around in the garden. And there, I mean, I'm standing next to a shoe stone at my height, which is about five, seven. Yeah. Um, about 60 centimetres diameter. Probably weighs a couple metric tons. Easily. Yeah, just And there. you're thinking, she put this in the garden thinking like, I'll work on that one day. You know what, like um, creating art on scale, like I think as, a, as an emerging artist myself, like, it's daunt it's a daunting task to know that there is a there's an amount of work required. Just imagine the amount of work required to chip away a sculpture such as we've seen to the precision of something so smooth that it feels like silk from this. It's like a blank, blank canvas. We're literally looking at a blank canvas, but I've never seen a monolithic stone this big before and touching it. How's yeah. it how does just the, the original well, piece of stone it, it, it feels like it feels like I'm like Michelangelo looking at the, the, the stone and how am I going to work this? Yeah. Like any sculpture. So I'm not, I mean, I did degree in model making, so we did sculpt, but we sculpt using um, plasticine and, and, and soft materials. Then we made a cast from it to make it into a more substantial piece of work. We never, we never did go straight to, we never worked with stone, you know, chipped away at stone. That's a totally different technique. It's like a woodcarver having a big mm. block of wood. Well, interestingly, in the, in the smaller room in the upstairs of the house, there some of the some of the pieces in there did look like smaller, sort of original ideas that then may go up to scale. So that's like a smaller pieces, practice pieces, kind of ideas Maquettes. evolving. Yeah. Should we and take Maquettes. a? Oh, we'll it's just yeah, take a minute whilst we. Well, like I say, there's so many, so many people. I mean, it's been lovely so far. A little tour of this West Country. It's been lovely to see just how many people are engaging um, with the with the various venues we've been to. Um, 
And just think, well, obviously we're looking at these huge impressive stones, right? And we've just walked up that really steep hill. And I'm thinking to myself, back then, no cranes. No. No mechanical, you know, that expertise. How, how did you get this metric tonne stone into this garden ready for her to work? Creativity, mate, is what they must have had to use. So let's take a look into her workshop. Well, here we go. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a decent size. I mean, we're looking, it's an old, the, the walls are all painted white now. I assume that's how they, they would have been. And um, it's a decent size. And you've got all of, on the left-hand side over here, you've got all sorts of manner of different sculpting tools. So you've got big hammers, you've got various different chisels. There's a big rolling pin with what looks like really coarse sanding paper. Other, other implements you can hold with different sanding size objects. So really huge different tools. Different formers, different jigs. I mean, different, that's what and, you need. And, and it's been left as if... She's going to come back tomorrow. Yeah, and and you can see right in front of us on a on a on a huge sort of square piece of stone, almost used as a her uh, table. On top of that, there's these circular there's these circular pieces, or say um, circular pieces. Spheres. Spheres. Sorry, sorry, my brain my brain went blank. Then what's a, what would what, 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 yeah, the three D circle? Circle. You know, ah. so spheres, and they're they're there, like, and they're very smooth, like they've almost been finished, almost, and. Um, it's far at the back, there's lots of canisters of various different um, sort of liquids or varnishes. varnishes and things that are all up there. Very organised. I, mean, I don't know if it would have been this organised, if it was this organised when she was here. She was a very, very tidy artist, a little, not like me. Well, you know, I've got... And there's so much. You mean, I've never done sculpting, never thought about picking up a piece of stone and, and sculpting from it, but... Somehow, after today, it just feels like if I had the space, I'd love to just chip away. Give it. You know, imagine the amount of energy you would need to expend to just, you know, if you could imagine what this would have sounded like, you know, the sound of like the hammer on the chisel, like onto the stone, like loud smacks. I mean, if you were 100 metres away, you'd, you'd probably hear this smacks, chink, 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 you know, you would, you would hear it. And that'd be I'd say, an interesting way to explore this is in a sound environment for a vision impaired person, maybe some kind of uh, a sound QR code where you could hear. What the sounds would have would been be like, like the different would... types of materials, the metals and then the stones. And on the far side, there's there's all hung uh, various different aprons uh, that, that, that she would have chosen different hats. It's quite sad really. You know, there's, like you said, there's loads of pieces of work in different various forms of, of finishing stages. So she, she's one of these artists that went from one piece to another. But Well, this could all be different elements of one piece. I mean, who would be to know what she was thinking that fateful night where she sat down, a fire come to be, and she was no more. But this is a legacy that remains as the unfinished elements. And the legacy is the people walking around. Oh, my God. That's a legacy yeah. in itself. Look at that. You know, lots and lots, and it's so—it's a really um, well curated space. It feels so serene. I mean, there is another angle to to look down. If we just wait for these, uh, if we just quietly wait it's, for it's these just people, it's just nature of her, her building blocks. It's... Yeah, those building. Well, I mean, to be fair, you know, when I first walked through, I mean, those building blocks look like a very modern water sculpture. You could imagine little torrent of torrent of water trickling over that. You know, to be fair, that's her basin over there. Look. So there's a water source to, to clean herself up at the end of the day. There's a, but, there's a butcher's sink down there and she's got a garden water tap. There's a, there's, a a big, there's a big piece and 
Um, it's definitely not been sanded. It's it's at the stage where it's at the point where it sh it's, she's going to smooth this down because it's it's very, the angles are there. She's got the shape she wants, but the the final finishing touches aren't. The scale. So these would have in some way been cut through to, to Similar this. Similar to the first piece we chat, chatted about, in a way that it's just, yeah, you know, these are sort of in that sort of scale. scale. These uh, large marble blocks, they're all here. I, mean, I don't know the value of a piece of marble this size, but my God, you know, I'm assuming it's um, it's not cheap. Should we take a little, uh, see if we can, see if we can um, take a walk up to the top. So oh, there's some, uh, some yeah, work there's that's... more workshop to right, see. I'll be careful. Yep, you're right there. Yep. So another part of the, the studio? Yeah, Maybe so this is, a, this is an upper, an upper floor, to the studio, um, yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know in terms of process, in terms of sculpting, but yeah, the water and whetstone probably- Always plaster maybe. Acts differently to, and through, so we're now looking, we've walked up a small set of stone stairs, so an upper floor in, this, in her studio. And once again, there's these various different pieces in different, um, different forms of finishedness or different process of finish. A whole set of tools on the floor. They're all laid out, um, ready to use. Very quite, you know. There's a set of goggles down there. Goggles would have been, you know, yeah, essential. You know, you know, um, so many different uh, implements. Literally hundreds of different implements for for her to be able to get exactly the kind of the shape that she wanted. And up here, there are those maquettes. Did you say? Yeah, small, usually smaller forms that. A, a sculptor would use and then think like you know how do I scale it up and you start so maybe this it. this is the this is the piece that she was creating when when for it, a commission some big commission or when she well, this was the last so downstairs you've got the shapes ready to be carved into these this is what she was aiming at so maybe this is the the piece that was to be be made that never was and certainly those large pieces of marble down there look roughly like these shapes what is these kind of Almost Stonehenge kind of. Yeah, um, there's a there's a Stonehenge piece, but the piece in front of us that you know is sort of sitting right on this workbench. It's very interesting, sort of oval, and like you say, the piercings through to create these different angles and shapes that you know you can see right through to to see what's at the back. But once again, beautiful space. Just you could just imagine energy, how how serene it must have felt to just create her art here. And it's so it's so like I say, people are walking around and interacting it with it and for me touching that the un, un, unsculpted stone is interesting it is well we're sort of i suppose on one level you know because we've started by looking at her workshop and our unsculpted work now we're just going to move on to start to see some of her actual pieces yeah they're right and that are um displayed lovely for us to see should we walk um which way do you want to go let's right. go up to the top right okay, okay. so can you if you can you yeah right with that once again, as we're walking through, the, the garden is absolutely beautiful. There's planting all around, so much greenery. It's built, it's built on a bank, isn't it? Yeah, the, it's a very hilly, St Ives is very up and down, hilly, really steep. And this is a, a really steep stone path where it goes up. And all, all around us, the garden is really fully grown, really luscious and green. Above us, there's a canopy of many trees. So you're kind of, in a way, you're in an outdoor room. Uh, Overlooking a church, some kind of church, isn't there? Yeah, so if we look, you know, you can see the sea from here. You can hear you can, the sea? You can see the sea, you know, we can hear, I don't know if you can hear it on the audio, but, you, you know, the sea is, is causing its roar not too far away. Um, and there's literally hundreds of pieces. Oh. 
Can you hear that? Yeah. The, so the alarm, the, the alarm, the bells are chiming as we... It's great. It, it shows that we're literally outside and, and it's interesting that it's, it feels like a, the secret garden. Let's walk up to this. So, so far we've seen many stone pieces, but this piece here looks like it's out, um, it's actually, oh, it's almost like a, like steel. Um, you know when that, like, almost the, the after effects of, of slag, when you, when you um, we weld and stuff, and you get that the the grime, the slag that just kind of slides off of, of pure weld. Feels like she's used that technique and kind of almost like coated a still angular, like really industrial. Imagine you've got a piece of paper and you've just scrunched it up and then let it unfold, and it comes to that point. It feels it feels like that, but in metal form. So this, the plant next to it is, what's the type of plant? It's like um, reeds and they sort of standing straight up. So yeah, this is a, a large, it's probably about six foot tall. And um, the way that you described it there, paper. So pieces of, of in individual folded paper that come up to a, quite a pointed top. Um, and it sort of gives uh, two to either side, you have these, two pointed at top ends come out and then down it goes into the it's middle and out at the bottom the and the texture's great really like i say has that you know we, we talked about a polished marble you know everything's so pristine but this this is rough and ready this is yeah you know, it, it almost like i say we talked about nature like a feel of a bark of a tree yeah it looks like a, a rough a rough metal is how how cold or warm it's, it's, uh, it holds its temperature so it's not ice cold I think we're around about 18, 19 degrees today. So it's not cold, cold. But I can imagine this in the winter being really cold and to touch and in the summer really hot. So it kind of holds its temperature as a piece. Yeah, it's interesting. The first piece we've encountered. So if we walk this way, uh, or should we go into the... There's like a, a small greenhouse, um, isn't greenhouse. Yeah, so if we and get up into the greenhouse... everywhere. Thanks for joining us for this episode if you'd like to find out more about the special baker reynolds method of audio description or you'd like to know more about art insight you can find us on instagram at art insight podcast till next time